Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Brought to you by the 2012 Toyota Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark. There's Charles W. Chuck Bryant, and this is Stuff You Should Know, Reptilian Edition. <laughs> that was not funny. Yeah, it was. Really? Sure. I didn't expect it. I can't fake laugh. I got you yesterday, didn't I? Um, when? I did a great fake laugh. Oh, that made me really laugh? Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's ultimately what you want. Yeah. Josh and I were shooting TV promos, and... He hammed it up a little at one time. <laughs> Which I never do. Yeah, sometimes you do. Um, so I have a I have a question for you. Yes. Do you know the difference between a crocodile and an alligator, Chuck? Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, let's hear it, smart guy. Well, no, go ahead. I mean, I don't want to steal your thunder. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, they, they don't live in the same places. No, that's a big one. A crocodile has a gland in its tongue that helps get rid of excess salt which allows it to live in brackish water, salt water. Yeah. Uh, alligators don't have that. Right. That's why they are freshwater. Right. If you see an alligator in the ocean, you're on acid. <laughs> um, There's there, probably not crocodiles in the ocean, are there? They could be in the ocean if they wanted to, is the point. Okay. They just don't want to. But you still have a high likelihood of being on acid if you see a crocodile <laughs> in the ocean, Yeah, I would say. Yeah, you may want to rethink what you're seeing. Yes. That's one thing. Another one is... Um, the crocodile has a V-shaped snout, whereas the right. alligator has more of a rounded U. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, lastly, you can always tell a crocodile because its fourth front tooth on the bottom sticks up over its top lip. So when its mouth closes, there's always one tooth sticking out. A little snaggle tooth? Yeah, it's a snaggle tooth the crocodile is. Interesting. I remember learning most of this in uh, back in the schooling days, but I never heard about the tooth. Well, what is this podcast if not a revisit to school? Yeah. And then some. Back to school without Rodney Dangerfield. It, well, you know, so um, ro- crocodiles and alligators diverged um, uh, 65 million years ago. Yeah, they had a big falling out. Yeah. And carns or cairns, are you familiar with these things? I've heard of that. What is that? C-A-I-R-N-S. It, for all intents and purposes, it's another either alligator or crocodile. Okay. But all three of them, they went their own ways. They broke up like the eagles. Uh, 65 million years ago. Yeah. They all went on to do their own thing. Yeah. The Eagles got back together, though. Oh, yeah. You said you've never seen the HSO. 
No. I have to show that to you. I'll send you that link. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, and I forgot what the point was. There was a they, great they segue. Up. They split up many segue. years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They broke up the band. I got you. The, the point of all this is you've heard that you can outrun an alligator in a zigzag? I have heard both alligator and crocodile. Okay. So it's maybe a shared commonality? Probably depending on where you live. The only shared commonality is that it's not really true with either one. Yeah. I guess it is true, but it's just completely superfluous information. That's right. The Mythbusters busted this one wide open. Oh, they did? Yep, with crocodiles and alligators. Um, with live crocodiles and alligators? Yeah, they had a live alligator. Uh, with cork corks on its teeth? <laughs> they like they they stuff pantyhose with quail, like dead quail, and attached it to the uh, their little dummy guy that they always use, mm-hmm. and had a zigzag course. And then I think they used I think Kari like really got in there, but they, they basically they busted it because they couldn't even tempt them to come after them, which is sort of the point. It is the point. The the outrunning an alligator in a zigzag. Um, yes, you could outrun an alligator in a zigzag. You could also outrun an alligator in a straight line. Yeah. Um, and probably, like you say, the point is that an alligator is not really interested in you. Like almost all animals, we are way more afraid of them. I'm sorry, they're way more afraid of us than we're afraid of them. Yeah, like no bees. Way. Yeah, I mean, I guess we're afraid of them, but... You know, you know what I'm saying. Sure. They don't want human interaction. No, we smell to them. Yeah. A bear doesn't want to kill you. A shark doesn't want to kill you. An alligator doesn't want to kill you. I don't know. I think a bear wants to kill you if you're wherever it doesn't think you should be. No, a bear wants to get into your steak cooler in the campground. I, you've seen Grizzly Man. You should destroy this <laughs> tape. <laughs> All right, so... You can outrun an alligator, Josh. You were right, because they top out at about 11 miles per hour. Which is nothing. Nah. It's actually pretty fast. Nah. Dude, 11 miles an hour, that's tough to keep up for a little while. Luckily, humans can sprint. It's called foot speed. Yeah. At, from a, a, between 12 and 15 miles an hour. The that's average right. human can. And not only can we run faster, but we have more endurance. Mm-hmm. An alligator's not going to chase you down the street in your neighborhood in Pensacola. It'll come up and growl at you on the porch. Which apparently is defensive posturing, not aggression. Yeah, that's true. I actually uh, did a canoeing trip down the Okefenokee mm-hmm. uh, many years ago. Not that many years ago. like Two years ago? No, nah, it's been the last like 12 or 14 years. I wasn't like a little kid. I got you. Like there was booze involved. I got you. <laughs> uh, and there were uh, alligators there in, you know, near our canoe and then... When you do a trip through the Okefenokee, one of the coolest things is is you don't uh, – there are no campgrounds. It is just swampland, and you have to reserve these camping decks. Oh, yeah. And you're the only person that can stay on the deck because it's like whatever, 15 by 15 feet. And uh, so you reserve these things ahead of time and do your trip. And so you are the – you see no other human being once you set off in that canoe. That's neat. It's neat and kind of creepy. But, um, Did you have a gun with you? No. Sharp rock? I don't own a gun. Um, no. Did you borrow a gun? No. We had a lot of boxed wine, though, <laughs> <laughs> and food. And uh, it was me and my buddy Clay and Big John. And we all went, and um, we got on our camping deck, and by this place, uh, right by this sort of open lakey area, just gorgeous, man. One of the great trips of my life. And uh, in the morning, we woke up surrounded by alligators. Wow. Like we saw eyes everywhere and we heard them growling. It woke us up. 
and they were just hanging out, letting us know they were there. Wow. And uh, it was it was a little unsettling, but I'm sure I wasn't. I wasn't like scared the whole time, but I was definitely aware. Like when you look in this water, it looks like iced tea. It's you know they call it black water, but it's really brown. But you can't see like three inches down underneath the water. You can't see anything. Right. Yeah. So that's what's terrifying is if I fell out of the canoe, I'd probably just get back in and be no big deal. But you think if I fall out of the canoe, I'm going to get eaten alive. Yeah. So it's a little intimidating. Yeah, because, I mean, you say that, you know, alligators don't want to kill you or anything like that. No. They will eat you, though, if given the chance, if that's just how things end, end up. Um, the problem is, is that you or me aren't going to run into too many alligators that could eat us. No. Uh, which means that they would have to tear us into pieces, which an alligator tends not to like to do because, as I understand from reading this article, alligators are a little lazy. Yeah, they like to eat their meals in one big gulpy manner. Right. So like a, a, a normal size alligator, which would be about five feet or so, um, is going to eat uh, crayfish and turtles and snakes yeah. and things like that. And even a small dog's not really at, uh, at threat no. by uh, an alligator. I don't know if I'd throw my chihuahua in the Okefenokee and say go for a swim. Right. But you're right. At the very least, it's just dirty. Well, it's not dirty. It's just different water. Uh, that's nice of you, Chuck. Yeah. All water's beautiful. Well, it was. I mean, it's not like it looks gross. It's just brown. Uh, so you, you talk about small alligators, five feet and under. Um, that's the vast majority, as I understand. Yeah. Um, apparently, humans like ones that are even smaller. You've heard of having an alligator as a pet? Yeah. Rex that, Bannon that specifically advises against this. Who does? Uh, I think it's Rex Bannon from the um, Beer Baron episode of The Simpsons. Oh, right. I think Moe's is a pet store all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, but that's how most um, alligator attacks happen, is when you try to basically adopt an alligator as a pet. Right. Because these things, even if they're small, like a three-foot alligator, it's tiny and they make cute noises and they're weird looking, <laughs> they will still take a bite out of you if they feel threatened. And even if you're not going to die, you still have to go to the hospital. Yeah, and, and and a mother alligator will certainly attack if you're trying to take one of her little babies as a pet. Um, not a good idea. And these things, we, we mentioned, they're not super fast on land, but they can swim like 20 miles an hour. Yeah, that's the big deal. Like, yeah, you can outrun an alligator, and you probably can't outswim an alligator. You, def- you definitely can't. So the ones that you and I would need to be afraid of would be one uh, a full-grown one, maybe up to like uh, 11 feet. Yeah, that's large. These are the ones that could look at us and be like, I might be able to get that down my gullet in one bite. Right. So let me try. Or at least a small kid. Yeah. You know? Um, the thing is, is that even these big ones, like you say, they're more scared of us than we are of them. Yeah. Maybe. At the very least, they don't want to be anywhere in, around us, typically. Yeah, and they don't want to be in a fight, either. Like any kind of prey that's uh, going to fight back. They're just not interested in that. Like you said, they're lazy. They want something easy that they can just, hey, look at that turtle. Okay. I got one for you, smart guy. Yeah. What? How about whenever you're like paddling down the Okefenokee and there's an alligator on land and all of a sudden it comes into the water toward you? Is that not aggressive? That is not aggressive. You know what that is? What? <laughs> it's the alligator feeling threatened and feeling way more at home in the water where they can hide except their little eyeballs that are on top of their head. Right, so they're not coming after you. You've just startled the alligator, and it just so happens to be to seem like it's coming toward you. It's yeah. just 
going back to its home. I get what where people you think. Are. If you're in a canoe and you see 15 alligators on land all of a sudden jump in the water toward you, yeah. you think, they're coming to attack me and kill me and overturn my boat. I've seen Temple of Doom. I have too. Yeah. And that's going to happen. Did that happen in Temple of Doom? There was a guy who got rolled. Oh, yes. And like, Oh, no. Are you thinking of uh, Romancing the Stone? I may be. Okay. <laughs> you have a good memory. <laughs> All right. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for timed tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. But tell them about rolling, the most terrifying thing that can no doubt happen to a human. Okay, so uh, we said that, you know, uh, alligators don't want to attack you. They don't want to eat you. They still will attack, and they still will eat you under certain circumstances. Uh, especially if you happen to be in pieces at the time. <laughs> um, but the way that an alligator will attack you or its food or whatever prey it's going after, it clamps down with its jaws, mm-hmm. which are substantial, and it does what's called the death roll, where it rolls over and over and over again, yeah. taking its prey with it on this little ride from hell. Um, and typically, the the alligator's prey dies from drowning, from being rolled because an alligator can hold its breath for up to an hour. It has no problem with death rolling for as long as it likes. For kicks. Um, it also has uh, nostrils on its snout so it can keep its jaws clamped and still breathe while it's death rolling as well. Yeah. You can't do any of this thing. So if you an alligator gets you in a death roll, you're in big trouble. Yes. Agreed. But, again, we should point out, the the numbers bear out the idea that alligators don't really want to have anything to do with us. Right, but they still call it a death roll and not a severe injury roll. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Once you're in the death roll, it's your toast. Right. So um again though, if you if you look at the numbers, there's like four alligator attacks in the United States a year. Since 1948, the Fish and Wildlife Service reports 356 alligator attacks on humans. Since 1948. Yeah. 25 are fatal. Yeah, and they think nine of those, the victim was already dead. So I guess they just happened upon a, a dude that had a heart attack. And said, this guy's in four pieces, yeah. too. <laughs> it's my lucky day. Good eating. So the numbers are on your side. And th- this is not because they are not around, because uh, they also point out that in Florida alone, um, they average about 12,000 complaints a year. Yeah. And uh, I mentioned Pensacola. My 
family uh, cousins grew up there in Gulf Breeze, and they had, you know, they would go out for school one day and, oh, there's an alligator in the front yard. Mm-hmm. Let's go out the side door. Right. And they would call, and that's one of the complaints. Like, hey, I got an alligator in the front yard, and they, I guess someone would come by and take care of it uh, by shooing it probably back into the woods or replacing it. I don't think they would just, like, shoot to kill or anything like that. Uh, no. You know? They usually take its head off with a shovel. They don't shoot it. <laughs> That's not... The, or a shoe. The heel of the shoe. Right. <laughs> what does an alligator complaint sound like? This alligator's looking at me. There's an alligator looking at me. Come come do something about it. Yeah, that's an alligator complaint. Huh. Pretty much. Is they're they're not where they they are where they should not be. Yeah. Which is in my on my property. Or again though, we're maybe where we should not be, which well, is in an alligator's house. That's a heck of a point. They lived right on the bay. Bam. Um all right, so if an alligator gets you in the mouth or gets the prey in the mouth, they <laughs> are going to let go at a certain point to get ready to swallow you. It, while it's in its death roll. Yeah, so they don't like, uh, no, this is like after the death roll. They, they juggle you around to get you in a good position to eat. They don't like just start chomping down. Right, because they can't move those huge jaws very easily. No, but they're very strong, uh, so you're not going to get out of an alligator's jaw. But they do recommend if you are attacked, um, this could be a very risky way to get away, is to wait for, like play dead and wait for them to release you mm-hmm. to try and swallow you. Yeah. That's and it specifically says that's your last ditch effort, and it's an extremely (laughs) risky one because once you're in the death roll, again they don't call it the severe injury roll. Once you feel an alligator clamp down on you, you want to act immediately, and by acting you want to scream, you want to yell, you want to make as much noise as entirely possible. Because again, alligators are lazy; Mm. they go for low hanging fruit or low hanging crawfish. Yeah, meat. Uh, Yeah. Um, and if you put up any resistance, they're going to be like, to heck with this. I'm going to go after something that doesn't yell. I don't like my dying yeah. things to yell at me. It's just depressing, you know? Yeah, and it's probably going to be your instinct unless you go into, like, shock or something. Right. So do what comes naturally, which is flail and scream and hit them. And then if you can, just like this, the old shark snout, yeah. if you can actually get your wits about you, mm-hmm. try and jam a finger in their eyeball, which is a good method for stopping any kind of attack, I think. It's like uh, the eject button. Yeah, during an attack. Yeah. Humans, any kind of animal, if you gouge their eye, they're going to be like, dude, I've only got two of those. And ow. Yeah, and ow. All right, so that's how to get out. That's how to prevent the death roll. Right. Um, If you, again, though, if you are in a death roll, (laughs) pretty much try playing dead. Nice knowing you. Yeah. Yeah. Because either you're going to play dead or you're going to be dead. One or the other. Uh, so crocodiles are a little more aggressive, and that's probably why alligators get a little more of a bad rap. Um, crocodiles have been known to come after folks here and there. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're hanging out fishing on the shoreline, especially if you're cleaning your fish on the shoreline, that's a bad move. It's a very bad move, and um, they are especially aggressive where in uh, Africa and. Um South America or Australia? Australia. Of course they're aggressive in Australia. Well, that's where Crocodile Dundee's from. <laughs> that's right. So um, we've coached people on how to fight back. Yeah, and Chuck, let's take a step back. We're giving detailed instructions on what to do if you're attacked <laughs> by an alligator or crocodile. Does yeah. it ever occur to you that we do stuff like this sometimes? Sure. It's crazy. It is crazy. Go ahead. It's cray, as my wife says. 
Um, all right, so the two reasons you might get attacked by an alligator or a crocodile is, like we said earlier, if you're messing around with their family mm-hmm. um, or you're just in their territory and it's feeding time and you're caught unaware, mating season, which is early to midsummer. Yeah, that's when the adult males will come after you. Sure. So be, be careful. Like, hey, I don't want you trying to hunt my lady. <laughs> it's my lady. And that brings us, Josh, to the to me, one of the best sentences on our website. Which is, uh, many attacks occur, I'm sorry, two sentences. Yeah. Many attacks occur as a result of people teasing or trying to capture alligators. Throwing sticks and rocks at alligators may seem harmless, but doing so creates a dangerous situation. Wow. Yeah. It may seem harmless. I read that. I was like, who thinks throwing rocks at an alligator is a harmless act? What's this going to harm? Unless you're like Damien from The Omen. <laughs> right. You know? What kind of sick, twisted kid does this? A uh, sick, twisted kid. Future serial killers. All right, so it's not harmless at all. It's very harmful. Yeah, don't throw rocks at any living thing, you jerk. No. Um, and you said when you were on your Okefenokee canoe trip yeah. that you know you couldn't see very far down into the water. Yeah. Typically, you want to avoid swimming in just that kind of water. Yes. Uh, if you want to avoid being you know, in an alligator encounter, let's call it that. That's super PC. Okay. If you want to avoid an alligator encounter, um, you want to swim in areas where the water is pretty clear and you can see pretty deep into it, and uh, areas that are well-groomed. Not a lot of shrubbery and yeah. grasses and muckiness for an alligator to hide in. Yeah, and don't send little Timmy down there with his uh, beach ball No. to play along the shoreline of the grassy shoreline. If your dad, like we said, don't clean your fish out, Right there by the shoreline. Moms can clean fish too. Uh, that's a that's a good point. Thanks. In fact, in some families, dad catches the fish, mom cleans the fish. Yeah, in some families, <laughs> mom catches the fish and dad cleans the fish. Yeah, and in some families, nobody F- fishes. You just buy a fish at the store. You just go to you know Arthur Treacher's. <laughs> <laughs> Emily would never clean a fish. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah. Good lord. Yumi said she loves cleaning fish. Really? Mm-hmm. She, uh, where she grew up. Yeah, I could see that because Yumi's got spunk. Emily, if you handed her a knife and said, cut this fish's head off, she would, she'd be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. What kind of a joke is this? Yeah. Let's just go to <laughs> Arthur Treacher's. Yeah, exactly. All right, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for timed tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You got anything else? Um, yeah, I do have something else. Um, you said if your uh, your cousins would call the Fish and Wildlife Service when they saw an alligator. Yeah. If you see an alligator, no matter how small, you want to alert everybody else, too, that there's alligators. Because if you see a baby one, there might be a mom. Yeah. Um, and also, don't feed alligators. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's a good point. The reason why is you are basically writing their death sentence. Right, which is a weird thing to write, but that's what you're doing. Yeah. Um, because alligators who are fed sometimes lose their fear of humans and may, came, may come close enough for a terrible alligator encounter. And any, any alligator that's seen, you know, approaching a human, n- not out of fear. Yeah. Is going to, um, is going to be put down with yeah, a you, shovel. You shouldn't feed any wildlife like that, really. No. Cause they're, especially ones that can kill you, though. Yeah. They're pretty good at finding their own food. Until you start feeding them, then they become less good at that, and it just hurts everybody. Basically, you upset the circle of life. That's you right. turn it into an, a rhombus. Yep. Uh, if you want to know more about alligators and zigzags, and you want to see a photo of a person holding a detached human arm from an alligator attack, man, that's crazy. You can type in alligator zigzag in the search bar at HowStuffWorks.com. It'll bring up this article. And I said search bar, which means it's time for listener mail. Uh, But first, Chuck, it's getting to be about that time. We're like a week or so out from the premiere of our television show, Stuff You Should Know, on Science Channel. That's right. So it's quick plug time. Yes. As we like to call it. Saturday, January 19th. Yeah. Science Channel, 10 p.m. Eastern and 10.30 because we're showing two episodes on premiere night. Back to back. After season three premiere of Idiot Abroad, which is great. Yeah. So uh, watch it. And hey, you can get it on iTunes the day following the show. Yeah. Sunday mornings, wake up, have some brunch, a little Bloody Mary, download the show. That's right. And you know what? Science Channel is offering uh, the premiere show for free. That's very nice of them. It is very nice. They take good care of us. They're they sure like uh, the Corleone. <laughs> well, I hope not. Get end up dead. Not if we stay on that good side. <laughs> okay. Okay, so listener mail, right? Yep. Okay. Guys, I'm going to call this uh, meth. Another one about meth. Meth mania. How about that? Okay. Uh, just finished uh, listening to the podcast, and I thought I would share my experience. I've never used meth, um, but I do have bipolar disorder, and the manias I experience have some remarkable corollaries with being high on meth. Hmm. Uh, I know about these similarities from reading about uh, people's experiences, tweaking. Uh, shows like yours and friends who have actually used meth and some who still do. Uh, during manias, I will stay up for long periods of time. I think 60 hours straight was the longest I've ever been without sleep. Wow. Uh, I cannot eat. I cannot even think about eating. Uh, talk a mile a minute. Talk so fast in my head that I don't even realize I'm skipping sentences so people can't follow what I'm saying. Uh, I can focus on little weird tasks like you mentioned. Uh, I once uh, decided to transcribe REM's It's End of the World as We Know It off a CD player, stopping it and starting it. Uh, Mania is the only time I drink, which is a bad thing because of my medications. I will walk for hours listening to my iPod because music is so amazingly rich and meaningful um, during a bout of mania. Once I was pacing the halls of the hospital and I could feel every nerve firing, every muscle cell tightening, 
and releasing to make me walk. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, because of these feelings that happen during mania, uh, there are many people with bipolar who will use meth to recapture that feeling, especially in the throes uh, of, in the opposite pole of soul-sucking depression. Uh, once my psychiatrist and I decided to take a very brief course of methylphenidate Ritalin. I guess it's a certain type of Ritalin. Okay. Um, I had a paradoxical reaction by that time. Uh, by the time I had taken two doses, I slept for 28 hours. When I was awake, I was acutely, intensely suicidal. Oh, so God. no amphetamines for me. That's probably a good idea. Uh, I wanted to emphasize that uh, meth does play on the brain's existing systems, that the brain itself can even use itself under unusual circumstances. I'm not sure what that means. I think he just explained it. Okay. Uh, manias can be very destructive, though, guys. It doesn't, uh, but it does not affect your dentist bills. Like using meth. And that is from uh, Serena Bodine Clark. And she said, go ahead and read my name. I think this is cool. That's awesome. Thanks yeah. a lot, Serena. Appreciate that. Agreed. Um, let's see. Alligator story? Crocodile story? Yeah, why not? Have you got one? A good one. Not like, you came up on my yard and yelled at me. <laughs> right, and like, I complained. Bloodshed only, please. Um, uh, you can uh, tweet to us as always at SYSK Podcast. You can send us a nice little note or missive on facebook.com slash stuff you should know. And you can send us a good old fashioned email to stuffpodcast at discovery.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Brought to you by the 2012 Toyota Camry. It's ready. Are you? Are you thirsty? Well, Richard's rainwater is caught clean before it even hits the ground. Rain is naturally pure, so there's no need for harsh chemicals or additives. Richard's rainwater contains no chlorine, no forever chemicals, no microplastics, no nothing. Enjoy the smooth, clean taste of still rainwater or the cold-pressured bubbles of sparkling rainwater. Just visit richardsrainwater.com to find a retailer near you. That's richardsrainwater.com. And for a coupon, text STUFF to 251-292-8887 and receive $2 off a 12-pack case of Richard's Rainwater. Hey, if you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon as low as $25 a month every month, taxes and fees included. Use promo code STUFF. 20 to receive $20 off your first month for listening to this podcast. Switch now at Visible.com. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. The Visible monthly rate is $25 per month.